Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Ramley. And I'm Albert. Today, we're going to kick it off with It's Alive from 1974. It's alive! It's alive! Yeah. I, you don't often get the chance to do that, so <laughs> I took it when I saw it. You're going to get it again this episode, Brantley. Well, let's start out with this description. <laughs> the pregnant Lenore Davis. You have to distinguish. There's the other Lenore Davis. She's yeah, not she's pregnant. Not, no. It's tragic. No. She really wants kids, but she can't have them. Oh, that's a fun way to start this episode. Yeah. That. No, but this isn't her. We're <laughs> not talking about her, Brantley. She didn't even make it into this movie. I know, but you brought her in. So now I'm going to be thinking about her this whole time. It's going to really bring down the energy at the episode. It's going to be real sad. Tells her husband, Frank Davis. Does the other one want kids too? He's not pregnant. Frank Davis, not pregnant. Not pregnant, yeah. Yes. We need to mention that she is in labor to have the baby. So see, now we can skip the word pregnant entirely because I feel like that would have... Unless they were confused, like maybe they're going to think that she's trying to move a baby from one place to another. How dumb are our audiences? They were pregnant there, just so everybody knows. I just—I have to read this whole sentence together again because it's so ridiculous. The pregnant Lenore Davis tells her husband Frank Davis that she is in labor to have the baby. Not his baby, by the way. <laughs> just... The second Messiah. <laughs> I'm just imagining this scene where she goes up to him and she's like, "I am in labor to have the baby." You're pregnant? Yes. I thought you were just fat. <laughs> When were you going to tell me? Now. <laughs> Guess we should go to the hospital. I, I had plans today, but fine. They leave their 11-year-old son, Chris. He'll be bored. Leave him. Their friend, Charlie. And they head to the community hospital. I get no jokes for community hospital. Yeah? Yeah. It's pretty generic, though. It's generic, and I don't like hospitals, so. They're hilarious. Why would you not like hospitals? One of your favorite TV shows happens in a hospital. It's accurate. I also really love dinosaurs. Wouldn't want to meet most of them in person. You ever think about the fact that you could probably travel back to the time when dinosaurs roamed the earth and spend a lot of time wandering around without ever seeing a dinosaur? Yeah. Like, we are in the time when elephants roam the earth and giraffes Yeah, but we shoot a lot of them. And they're on a different continent. Okay. And we well, spend a lot of like... our time indoors and or on modern roads. Yeah, that's fair. And I still see coyotes every day. Do you? I, yes. I don't. Kind of there's a the fox boonies. that lives in uh in my uh my aunt's backyard. Every once in a while, I'll see a bunny that comes from a field when I go to my parents' house. There's just mm-hmm. like a big open field, and the bunny's just like just chilling out here in somebody's lawn. So Jetta used to have an electric collar that wouldn't let her go in the woods too far, right? So she still remembers what that line was, and the rabbits have figured that too. So they'll sit right outside the imaginary line, and Jetta will just sit there and stare at them. That's that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we have to continue with this description though. Lenore feels that something is wrong. You're having a baby. And delivers a monster that kills the team in the delivery room and escapes through a skylight. I've just because of how you made fun of him, I'm the way I imagine her function is like, something's wrong. <laughs> oh no. And then it's like an evil demon with like tentacles flying everywhere. It's like Ah She's that dull surprised the whole movie. Great, yeah. This is a bad. I do not like this. Husband tell- Frank Davis? I am done with labor to have the baby. Turns out, was not yours. Also not convinced mine. <laughs> Help? We should go home now. Where's <laughs> this the baby? Is no longer I our said I'm problem. done. <laughs> they can have it. It was not human. <laughs> they just leave the movie. 
and Chris <laughs> never knows what happened. <laughs> I thought you were having a baby. It didn't work out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there were complications. <laughs> they just got like two hours to come back without into baby. He's like, was this sad? He goes, no. Kind of scary, actually. Uh, Chris What's for dinner? Also just like sitting on the couch watching Spongebob. Charlie, did you make, order pizza? Cool. <laughs> like, meanwhile, in the distance, explosions are happening <laughs> just, as the National Guard is called in. The kid had to change the channel because national emergency keep going. It's like, we're missing the show. Come on. Uh, anyway, to continue with the actual description, <laughs> Lieutenant Perkins comes to the hospital to investigate the murder. I, multiple murders, I think. They're, like, he killed the whole team in the delivery room. It was just one guy. <laughs> Nurse it's a community hospital. And then he like switches out. He just walks over and hands himself a scalpel. And the press divulges the identity of the parents of the monster. Frank loses her job of executive. What? Okay, so they're a lesbian couple. So it really wasn't Frank's kid. <laughs> Frank is not a woman. It could be a woman. I'm gonna... I, it's not, because I've read the following movie descriptions. It's not a woman. Transitions happen, man. Loses her job of executive in public relationship and accepts the author <laughs> of a university that wants to research the corpse of the baby to discover the reason for the mutation. Satan, probably. Meanwhile, the baby continues to kill people in town. They're not observing it. They are the worst parents ever. I don't care that it's a monster, murderous monster. It's your kid. Maybe keep on top of that or maybe like somehow contain it. They literally did just go home after the baby wasn't theirs. I can't figure out like the the university's like, we're going to study the corpse of this baby that you had. But then like the next sentence is like, he continues to kill people in town. Wh- what? Which one is it? They just heard that the baby was horribly mutated. He's like, can we uh, see the body? Sure. You can. <laughs> They're going to pay us for that. Cut immediately smash cuts to baby like murdering somebody. <laughs> Didn't tell them it's still alive. <laughs> Guess the kid's dead. That's cool. <laughs> we don't have to deal with that now. Out of the blue. Because everything else has made so much sense. This last sentence is no, is no better. Out of the blue, Frank discovers a dark secret about Lenore and the baby. She had an affair and it's not his. It's probably Satan's baby. It's also a demon thing. Yeah. That's another, I guess it's not a secret anymore, so he can't (laughs) discover that, but it does seem to be like, what dark secret is he going to discover, guys? It's a demon baby. There's a conjoined twin of a normal baby attached that's actually his. So he can't kill the demon baby without killing his own kid. That'd be messed up. Right? Just in general, that would be messed up. Some Lovecraftian monster and there's like an actual human baby just held within. I don't think that that's possible. You can't have conjoined, like, non... I think you can have twins from two separate instances of sexual intercourse, but I don't think they can become conjoined. I mean, if it's one (coughs) egg, that just has two different sperm going. I guess. Also, generally, I don't think babies can turn into giant demon murder monsters. Well, if you're going to bring logic into (laughs) it... We're going to have to go to the next movie for today's episode, which is It Lives Again, which is annoying. It's This is a sequel to the last one, mm-hmm. but the first one wasn't called It Lives. It was called It's Alive. I don't know why they didn't call it. it there, there is an alternate title of It's Alive 2. It Lives Again, that, that makes more grammatical sense. It's Alive Again? That's, that's kind of awkward when 
It Lives Again is more commonly used for that. It's alive also. It not dead, yo. <laughs> Don't know why yo, but yes. Th- that's the uh, the inevitable tenth sequel that's set in The Hood. Ah. Before crossover of It's Alive versus Leprechaun in The Hood. I was going to assume that It's Alive crossed over with Basket Case. Oh, also true. Because they're both about monster babies. It seems after the events of the first movie... It just occurred to me how weird our show is. <laughs> like, that sentence alone you just said is... This is fun. It seems after the events of a, the first movie, a Tucson married couple named Eugene and Jody Scott are expecting their first child. However, Frank Davies, who was the father of the first mutated baby... Was he, though? He was the father. Is not a woman. In the original that was gunned down... I guess spoilers for the end of It's Alive. Flies, yeah, gun down Frank. That's sad. <laughs> flies to L.A. to warn the couple about their unborn child who might suffer the same effect as his own baby before of the vast <laughs> and dangerous conspiracy to murder their baby and the other unborn mutant children who are being born around the country. I don't know if that was a sentence. There was definitely words, and they all came one after the other. We're gonna have to take a second to back this train up and see what it's made out of. Okay, so, Davies. Yes, he's back. He's, he's in he, all these movies. He, well, in, in all the originals. All right, he's the protagonist, gotcha. His kid dead, he discovered... Based on this, I'm assuming the discovery he found out was that like, there's some kind of weird medical trial going on that's making mutant babies. I was going to ask that same question. Like, how does this guy know? What's his tip-off that... I mean, he discovered a dark secret about Lenore and the baby. So either it's like some cult breeding demons or some mutant like drug trial or something like that. Okay. So he's trying to track down everybody who's on this list of something that he somehow achieved, acquired. I can see that, okay. And is trying to warn people... And there's either him or some other group is going around trying to murder the demon babies. I can actually spread light on this. There, There is a a conspiracy to murder the demon babies. And he's like, my kid was a monster, but I loved him anyway. I didn't want to see him shot. Your kid might be targeted by these people next. Like, also, he might kill everybody in the way in like the delivery room. So there might be a way to contain him without death, baby. Yeah. Get out and watch out for these conspiracy people. Okay. And thereby, in mortal danger from a nationwide task force dedicated to destroying the monster infants. Okay, yeah, that's what you just explained. Yes, that is his new sent. There, there isn't really a verb in that sentence. It's just like another fragment that they threw in. I feel like this was written by text to speech, because thereby could be in there, in mortal danger from a nationwide task force dedicated to destroying the monster infants. Maybe. I think you're giving the writers of IMDb too much credit. Shut up, I'm trying. (laughs) Despite their initial apprehension, the Scots eventually placed a tenuous trust in David. And and a group of scientists who wants to help couples cope with their child as they have three children to study. So, okay. So, while he's trying to protect that one kid, we, we have frequent shots of the task force killing other demon kids. Makes sense. And some of them are getting rescued by this other task force of people who are cool with the demon kids and don't want them killed. They're like, probably in league with Davies trying to, like, you know, it's not the kids' fault that they're evil demon things. Right. So not entirely fair to just kill them, but also don't want them to be around to murder people. 
I do like the natural progression of movie one, single families, baby. Movie two, bunch of babies. It's happening all over the country. There's demon babies everywhere. And, like, it's a race against time to see who can save what and how. I also like that the task force, while they're probably prevent, you know, they're presenting the negative light of murdering babies, these are evil death demons. So they're not cut and dry bad dudes. Right. The real question is who caused the demon babies? I, that is a good question. They are true villain. I, everybody who I've read says the first movie in this series, at least, is pretty good. Okay. Like, uh, as far as what it is, I think the dude who did the prosthetics for the Demon Babies was, like, an Oscar-winning artist of... Jim Henson? No. Uh, I can look it up, though. That's a, cool, that's a good poster. It's very simple. It's just a crib with, like, some kind of hand reaching out of it. But I like it. The tagline is... Well, there's two taglines. There's only one thing wrong with the Davis baby. And then the title, It's Alive. And then the underneath that... The one film you should not see alone. There's a few films I don't like watching alone. Yeah. I'm a big scaredy baby. The, the, by the way, the subtitle for It's Alive Again is much worse. It says, the It's Alive baby is back. Only now there are three of them. But no, it's different babies. Like, that's the point. It's a different set of babies. Get out of here with your logic. Also, that means that It's Alive Again or Still Alive or whatever doesn't work because it's not. There's other alive things. Unless that's the twist at the end where his baby comes back and is like a semi-grown demon baby. He's like, I live, father. Also, gonna kill people. Rarg. The effects artist on this was Rick Baker, who uh, worked on an American werewolf in London. That so, makes sense. Legit dude. Finally, we have... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not finally. Next up, we have <laughs> It's Alive 3. I don't know why it's not. It's still alive or something, but, you know, I guess they weren't that wacky back in the 80s. It's still alive was the last one. Oh, no, no it's, it's Lives Again was the last my, one. I apologize. It continues to be alive. Because that would still be, I mean, now it would actually be true because this baby's presumably survived. Yeah, maybe it's immortal. It can't be killed. Like the titles could run away. <laughs> It's alive. It won't die. Oh, God, help. <laughs> Please, someone. I'm trapped in this movie title writing office and I can't get out. <laughs> this is a call for help. That's not a metaphor in parentheses below. <laughs> the true story of the man writing these titles. <laughs> There's an interesting idea. <laughs> it's Alive 3, and then it has a subtitle, Island of the Alive. Okay, so again, they took the three to however many kids they had at the end of the first movie they managed to save from the task force, and they took them to a line where they can run free and murder animals. It's Baby Park. Only monster babies. Right, but I'm saying it's Jurassic Park, but with babies. Yes. It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive, starts in court. That's not where I was expecting to as start. As state prosecutors argues, or as state prosecutor argues... That the mutant babies that are being born across the U.S. should be killed at birth and are not human. So mutant Senator Kelly from the first X-Men, gotcha. And there's a comma. That's not the end of the sentence. Are, should be killed at birth and are, not and are not human, comma. Mutant baby father Stephen Jarvis manages to convince the court that the babies have feelings and should be allowed to live. So, this is a very strong anti-abortion movie. Well, they all kind of 
are in that vein, right? I mean, the, yeah, to a point. They're all pointing out, like, listen, just because these things are unwanted doesn't mean you should necessarily kill them. Maybe there's some other options. That's true, but before it was subtext, where now it is the actual text. I don't know that it's actually like again. I went They're in through court. quite a few. I went through quite a few reviews, and people are like, "This could have been like an interesting commentary on abortion, but it's just sort of boring." <laughs> um, so uh, take that as you will. I haven't seen the movie, so maybe it's more overt than we're saying. Judge Milton Watson rules in favor of Jarvis and the baby's right to live, but orders them all to be placed on an isolated island away from humanity so they cannot hurt anyone and that the location be kept secret. So a couple things. One, that's fair. That's decent ruling. Um, it's a weird thing that the judge would have that kind of power. It is. Maybe it's a Supreme Court judge. Uh, just, just like you have to, like the specifics of you got to take them off. You got to have find like an island somewhere. I don't own the island, but you do have to have an island. And you can't tell anybody, I mean, they're not telling anybody. They're not telling anybody is my next point, because this is apparently happening all across the a nation. Right. I mean, I guess they're just telling them where, the, not telling people where the island is. Yeah, I assume some people know, the people who take the babies. No, no, but I mean, it makes it sound like they just don't tell people about the mutant babies that are happening, but... Oh, yeah, everybody knows about... I, know. I think that's why they have to keep the location secret, because okay. people want to kill these babies. Two, where is Davies? Um... You promised he'd be in all these movies. I read that he was. I can't actually remember. Frank Davis is his name, by the way. Yes. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He's only mentioned in the film, according to Wikipedia. Ah. I do like the callback poster there. Oh, it's where sim- it's the... It's similar to the one from the first one, only instead of just being in black, it's a, a crib on a beach with a little, what looks like tentacle claw thing coming out of it. Yes. And I think there's a little baby on board symbol. The It's Alive Babies Are Back. They do something... Okay. You, gotta, you gotta admit, It's Alive Babies is not the best name for your movie monster. No. Um, the Living Babies? You throw babies in there, it kind of ruins it. <laughs> Makes it real bad. If you just called it Monster Babies, that would be... like That sounds like a Universal Monsters spinoff cartoon that I would have <laughs> loved as a kid. Are you sure that doesn't monster exist? Monster babies, it's monster babies. Oh, little wolf man, baby. Are I you mean, they sure kind baby will hold up. They kind of had that with uh, Scooby Doo Girls School, which was Scooby and Shaggy teaching at a all girls school for young monsters. Uh there's super okay. monster babies or something like that. Here's re- yeah, YouTube yeah, has real werewolf yeah. baby caught on camera. I gotta say, it looks good. I don't think I don't believe it. It's a real good puppet. Is it a puppet? Yep. Okay, cool. They should get the guy that did that to work Seriously, on? Universal, make me a Monster Babies cartoon. Please. Five years later, and Jarvis is contacted They're by They're not cops. babies anymore. Are they not? They're toddlers at best. By cops, Lieutenant Perkins. At, he was in the last James one, right? Um, Perkins? No? I don't think so. Anyways. He was in the first one. Ah. He's the one who's investigating the murders in the first one. Who has agreed to go to the island with a team of government-funded scientists to study the babies and babies. how they have adapted. They're the, it's alive babies, Brantley. <laughs> it's like... In, you know what? Children have you seen Claudia with the Chance of Meatballs? I've seen the first one. The, the good one, yes. With baby Brent. 
It's been a while. There, there's the guy who's on the uh, the tin of sardines, Baby Brent, where he does the oopsie and he knocks over the like the can of sardines or the pile of sardines, and he's doing the thing. But like he's still he's still riding that wave of fame like into adulthood, where he's like, "I'm Baby Brent." And he's like the most popular guy. On I'm the, the Gerber baby. Anyway, that's what this reminds me of. Okay. As a father of one of the mutant babies, they want Jarvis to accompany them, which he also agrees to. That makes sense. He already... Yeah, He got them to the island. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Apparently, they weren't allowed to stay with their mutant babies. No, that... Their mutant hellspawn? They're they're, they're monster babies. They can hunt and provide for themselves, I guess. I mean, the baby from the first one didn't kill its parents, so presumably they have some way of recognizing that. Yeah. They killed everyone else in the room. Once at the island, the team discover that the babies have grown up remarkably quickly, have telepathic powers, and have started breeding amongst themselves. So they are 100% not babies. Please don't let them be babies doing all that. <laughs> but they are alive. So the title's accurate, still yes. accurate. No, yeah, that's fine. It's just the fact they keep calling them babies. It is weird. Is it just like teenagers now? Or are they just teens? Um, like we with like weird prosthetics on this island having sex. I mean, breeding so they have their own babies. So there's depending on how fast they grow. If they're like adults, there could be also teens and a new generation of babies. Oh, that's a good point. So then you get real quickly into inbreeding. So you get inbred mutant monster babies. Well, if they had enough, if they had like, you need five hundred to be a sustainable population of that inbreeding. Even if you're, like, mathematically, like, we'll have everybody breed with everybody else. I mean, maybe, but people aren't really mathing that out, especially if they're feral mutant children who weren't raised by parents. I've always, I've wondered about that. Like, if you ended up with the human population that was sub, like, the optimal, and you're like, our goal is to have as much genetic variation as possible. So there was, like, mandated... This is, like, a science fiction story that I've never written. It's just an idea I had in yeah. my head. Like, mandated, like... Everybody has to reproduce with as many people as possible because we need as many rolls of the dice as we can get. Hmm. I don't know if that would work. Probably not. No. I don't know what like level that would work at, but anyway, I, I, I think that that might be happening. Also, they're monster babies, so they don't have to follow the rules. That's true. It's part of what makes them monsters. Finally, we have It's Alive, which is the same title as the first movie, but this is from... 2009 is it a sequel a reboot it's or... a reboot or okay. a remake i guess you would say the first one came out in 1974 so this is quite a ways after that so what was the third one the third one is 1987 okay it's alive is set in new mexico where college student lenore harker okay and her boyfriend frank davis because it's not cool to be married anymore i mean they're also college students uh fair you could be married in college <laughs> you could be but it's unlikely are expecting a baby boy while taking a shower. Wait. <laughs> the person There who was wrote a comment these... there that you kind of skipped over and the way you read I that. I paused for the comment. <laughs> but you're right. It should be a period. Like that's not that's not strong enough. Cuz semicolon. They're expecting a baby boy, period or semicolon while taking a shower. Lenore feels labor pains and knows she's going to give birth. You're pregnant. That's how it works. Yes. <laughs> Although if it's fitting in with our vision of the first one, she's like, yeah. wait a minute. 
I've been oh, this, eating celery this, time, this whole time for nothing. This time she doesn't know that she's pregnant, but Frank is 100% aware and he just didn't bring it up. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that thing that was moving around inside of me was a baby? Oh, you're kicking. Hmm. I must be eating weird. Yeah, I guess. Sometimes that celery kind of like twists up in your gut and makes some weird... You should try... You should have tried a different brain. Frank, I'm pregnant. Yes. Yeah. But, like, this is news. It was nine months ago. Frank rushes her to the hospital where Lenore is taken into the delivery room. Some time later, an orderly enters the delivery room and finds four of the medical team dead having been brutally torn to pieces, while Lenore and her baby boy seem unhurt. Oh, so this one, it can mutate and then go back. Yeah, I don't know how this... Oh, this is just like a really strong baby. Yeah? But I think it's more fun if it, like, the thing mutates and then, like, slorts back into baby shape. Yeah, I could see that. Or it's got, like, teeth that pop out and its mouth opens real wide. Yeah. The cops have no clues, and Sergeant Perkins has no leads. Except Lenore, who was under anesthetic at the time. Which I don't think is normally a thing in pregnancy. They It's more... It's different drugs that basically make her useless. Okay. Like, anesthetic is not one of them, because that can kill the baby. Right, they but, don't actually put the moms out. They'll give you, um... Really good painkillers. Yeah, and they, like, inject them right into your spine. Sometimes. I mean, you said not your my spine. Mom was, my mom not was my unconscious spine. while I was born. Oh, was she? Yeah, she had a C-section. My wife had a C-section. She was awake. My mom made sure she was unconscious. Lenore and Frank, with their newborn baby son, Daniel, are allowed to go home. But there's something not quite right with the young baby. What? Lenore finds Daniel eating dead animals, and when she finds a dead body torn to pieces, Lenore knows there's only one explanation. But how could a young baby boy be a vicious killer? Also outstanding job looking after your kid if he's somehow able to get a hold of animals. Like, not just the one time. One time, gross, but you learn. It was the cat. Multiple times. He's been eating dead animals. Maybe he's... I mean, obviously, if he's eating animals, he's got equipment that a normal baby doesn't have. I mean, he was able to kill a whole room full of people, so yes. Yes. So, I, I would assume he's also able to, like, open doors and things, and she's... I mean, yeah... Like, you don't, I, as a, someone who has a baby in my house, there are things where I'm like, baby's not going to be able to do that. It's too high. But if this thing is, like, able to kill four people mobile, it probably can get all, to all those places and open doors. I and, mean, but again, like, once, maybe twice you stop it. But the way it's phrased, it sounds like this keeps happening to the point where he eventually gets hold and kills a person. Or eats a dead dude. Well, I mean, he starts out eating a person. I know, no, he starts eating animals. No, he killed the four orderlies. Yes, but she was unconscious at that point. Oh, yeah, okay. She doesn't know that. There's just four dead people having a room when she had her baby. She doesn't know what happened. This scared her. The common theme that I found reading uh, up on this one was that this one is not as good as the original. Shockingly. Because somehow it seems more compelling to me. Really? I think I just... I think they tried to make it more realistic. That doesn't always work out for you. Yeah, and also at the same time they had access to CG... But it wasn't that a very also high budget. Doesn't, ever, doesn't really work out for you. Right. So the fact that the first one had Rick Baker doing physical, practical special effects probably made it work a lot better. And they said, I don't know, the people just said it like kicks off sort of from the tension from minute one and doesn't let you go. And it's, I don't know. I, I, I look through a lot of reviews and things mm-hmm. when I'm looking for these to find like the best bad description of the movie. I mean, thinking about it more, the new one does sound 
kind of just like the omen only with a like sci-fi twist yeah whereas the first one sounds more like they go through the whole town and stuff happens does that make sense yeah it sounds like there's gonna be a pursuit with this evil demon baby monster in the first one whereas the second one feels like it's just her trying to deal with at the home and then like coming to terms with that her child might not be right and she's arguing with Frank. If you want a better version of that, by the way, I, not that I've seen this one, but I have seen another movie that's like this. It's called Grace. And that is a good movie where the premise is that the baby was stillborn. The mother essentially loves him back to life. Like she, she has him like on her chest. Or I guess it's a girl. Cause the girl, the baby's name is Grace. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, feeling all her grief and after the baby's definitely, definitely dead, it comes back, but now it wants blood instead of milk and it keeps biting her and like she has to go and like, it doesn't want any blood. It it definitely wants human blood more than other kinds of blood. So she starts giving her blood and getting really weak and anemic and it escalates. Um, that's a solid, like not a great movie. I don't want to say it's a really interesting take on, sort of the horrors of motherhood and sort of the dark side of, you know, the idea of giving your life to your kid. I don't agree with that take. I don't think that that's like what parenting is about, but if you wanted to like approach a movie from that angle, it's a good job of doing it in grace. Brown. It's a weirdly anti-feminist movie. Like all of the leads are women. Right. But it's like, they're all just like awful to each other. Ah, the process of motherhood is is shown as something that's like almost a compulsion that drives these people to madness. Mm. Um, I don't have a problem with, with the message. It was it's just like I don't know if you made the movie you wanted to make here because <laughs> I'm looking at this and you, yeah, you put a lot of women in it, but it doesn't look good for them. They just look mean to each other, and well, I mean, they take care of the baby, but it's creepy. Anyway, that's going to do it for us on this week's Two Weird Didn't Watch. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening, whatever you do. I don't remember how this goes anymore. It's been a long day. Tell a friend about us. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys.